All right, so when we play a grace note, there's uh, two different situations. All right, but let's talk about the most important situation, which is what? What's the most important situation when we play a grace note? Separating two notes of the same pitch, okay? That's the first situation in which we play a grace note. All right, so what we wanna do when we separate two notes of the same pitch is we wanna play a grace note. So we wanna separate two notes of the same pitch. So ideally, right, we've got a little grace note here and we just separated two notes of the same pitch. Uh, looking at my diagram here, what do we have now that we used a grace note? We have a short note followed by a long note. Can everybody see that? Like before, this is one long note. Now we have a short note separated by a long note. Let's play that together. Maybe we have something like that, right? Ready, go. Very nice. Very nice. Amazing. Perfect. Okay. Uh, now, when we're separating one note, the grace note, you could play it any number of ways. You could play the grace note a lot bigger if you wanted to. What's the problem with this though? What does this sound like? All right, I just played what you see on the page, right? Right, see how the grace note is essentially the same size as that first short note. So now instead of a grace note, can you even call it a grace note at this point? Yes or no? It certainly doesn't sound like I'm separating two notes. What does it sound like when I play it? I'm not separating two notes. What have I done? I've just added a third note, really. Everybody understand what I've done? Try not to get ahead of me too much, Gary about musical value and all that. Just, just like stay right here, right? Yeah, instead of like adding, instead of separating two notes, I've, I've just added in a third note. It's obvious, right? We're, we're staying in the land of totally obvious. You can see it visually and you can hear it. Right now. Okay, that's obviously too big. Let's shorten it down a little bit. This is a little bit better, right? This is a little bit better. I mean, uh, it'll sound a little bit more like I've separated two notes. Right? It's a little better. You could use your imagination to say you've separated two notes, but we can still clearly hear three different notes here, right? So we can see how we're getting towards an important fact about a grace note, which is a grace note has to be short enough that it doesn't sound like a melody note. Can everybody see how we're getting towards this conclusion? A grace note has to be short enough in duration that it does not sound like a melody note. 
So let's go a little bit shorter. How are we doing? Better, right? But it still sounds like a melody note, right? I'll prove it to you, right? Like, let's, let's, do, let's do three grace notes of this size, right? Uh, and then we will, uh, and then we will repeat it over and over again. Whoops, hang on, stand by. Lost my black line. But um, in order to repeat it, right? So here's my black line. Right, so here's a classic GDE combination, right? So we're getting closer with this grace note size, but you can see in any real musical context, we still have a big issue, which is the grace notes are not clearly un-melody notes or something, I don't know. We'll do it in like a tune, right? Sorry, I'm getting confused. I can't, I'm having trouble doing it at the same time. But there's my grace notes there, right? And they're still too big, aren't they? So what are we doing each time? We're, we're sort of like, we're discovering each time we do this that we want to make the grace notes shorter and shorter, right? So we're learning a fundamental truth about grace notes, which is what? What's the fundamental truth about a grace note? The shorter, the better, right? In duration. The smaller the grace note is in duration, the better. So let's go even a little smaller. All right. Here's our three grace notes again, a little smaller. And I think at this point, we're definitely making progress conceptually, right? making progress we hear the tune there and the grace notes are helping us play the tune right the problem we have still at this and we've experienced this ourselves in our classes on a regular basis the problem we have with this still is what happens if we increase the tempo playing grace notes like this I guess you can still hear the tune, right? But let's go faster. Right? Anybody see any problems? What's the problem? It's getting mushy. Why? Why is it getting mushy? 
it's getting mushy because as we increase the tempo, right, that means the melody notes are happening faster. The, the melody notes are closer and closer together. So now these grace notes that used to seem small relative to the melody notes are actually getting pretty close. So now we can no longer distinguish between grace notes and melody notes once the tempo gets faster. Everybody see what I'm, where I'm going with this? Conclusion. Those grace notes are still not small enough. So how small should a grace note be? Let's just cut to the chase. Janet says, a blip. Good. Can we, can we say that in a more like uh, uh, objective way? What's a blip? What's an objective way of saying blip? Good. I like that, Beth. It's the same definition we use at the dojo. It's an infinitely small musical event. Okay? This line shall now represent what a grace note should be. Something like that, right? Now, as long as the grace notes are infinitely small, we can play at any tempo we want. Okay? I don't know. These are supposed to be even, but obviously they're not, right? So a grace note should be an infinitely small musical event. Uh, we should be able to go super fast. Uh, notice those would still work at a super slow tempo. But you see how we've gotten there? A grace note should be an infinitely small musical event. So just a brief timeout. When we look at real pipe music and we see a grace note written upside down, small, with three flags on it, can everybody see how logically it doesn't mean that should be a 30-second note? Can you see that logically? Instead, what, is, what are we really looking at? Okay, instead, what are we really looking at on the page? Instead, what we're really looking at on the page is a symbol to represent this idea. Okay, and the idea is a grace note is an uh, infinitely small percussive a tool that we use to articulate melodies, right? That's what a grace note is, right? And then somebody said it earlier, right? It needs to be as short as possible in duration while still being able to hear it. That is a definition of how to play a grace note. Now that's the baseline definition Somebody mentioned P-Brock earlier, right? Uh, P-Brock is a great example. That's a really slow melody, particularly in the early parts of a P-Brock, right? And so it could be 100% appropriate to bend the basic premise of a grace note in that situation. Etc. right? 
so we can always bend and stretch this rule, but this is the rule. And I, I want to, I hope that I've kind of illustrated to you like how this is the rule and why it's so important, right? Sort of where grace notes come from. And then we follow the logical train of thought all the way to this point. A grace note should be as short as possible in duration while still being able to hear it. This allows us to play fast tempo if we want to. Okay. And it allows the listener to be able to clearly hear the melody without a grace note that's too big getting in the way and obscuring things. Okay. This week's tune of the week. Something like that, right? If I play the grace notes bigger, and that's the only thing that changes, listen to the effect. Right? All I did was change the size of the grace notes my expression, my tempo, I tried to keep everything else the same, but listen to the effect that has. It totally muddies up what? What does it make muddy when I don't play correct size of grace note? It sort of proves the grace note is not part of the melody, okay? It's just a percussive articulative tool that we use to articulate melodies, right? Hey everybody. Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening. <laughs>